This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Zach Price on the BetQL Audio Network. How about that? Already got your name on the show. Joe Ostrowski, Zach Price here, BetQL Daily on a Wednesday. So you know what we do on Wednesdays. We got to hit up a lot of golf. And uh, we are live on the Radio.com app, the Bet 1430 in Denver and the Bet 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m., Mountain time. All right, Zach. So Pebble Beach. I, I'm wondering if you're even, I, it's golf. So w- once you're into the swing of things, I know you get excited every single week. There, there are betting opportunities. However, I look at this field and typically when you see all the, the amateurs out there, the, the I don't know, D-list celebrities out there from year to year, we're not going to have that this year. However, uh, sometimes Pebble Beach isn't the most exciting tournament. How are you feeling going in? And uh, can you talk about some of the changes since we're going to have two courses and not three this time? Yeah, Joe, it's, um, you know, people think Pebble Beach and um, they do think of the amateurs, the pro-am, the old Bing Crosby, the uh, Bill Murray out there, uh, <laughs> John Lemon, every, you know, rest Larry, the, the cable and- guy. <laughs> you know, it, it was, it's a great event to watch because you get to see these guys acting goofy and they act, they play with the, uh, the professionals who are very, very uptight out there and they kind of loosen them up. But um, it's also fun watching those guys play golf. I mean, it's fun watching Bill Murray try to hit the same shot that uh, Tiger's hitting or uh, Phil is hitting and see how they do. They have to play as a team. And it's always fun watching a normal person who doesn't have to get to play and practice every single day and sharpen their game, go out there on TV on a course like Pebble Beach and play it. But um, this year, for the first time, we're not going to have that. So um, that's going to be uh, that's going to present some interesting changes. As you mentioned, with the course, they usually play three. Now they're going to play two. Uh, they usually play three rounds at uh, Pebble Beach. Uh, I'm sorry. They usually play two rounds at Pebble Beach. They're going to play there three times this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be cold and wet this week. So um, it's something to think about. Uh, golfers don't love cold and wet. Uh, you, you know, it's kind of like a horse race. You might get a mutter here where someone uh, can come in and schlep it up 18 and, and make a birdie and, and steal something. But we're going to have, you know, here's what I'm thinking about with the changes this year. There's going to be 156 less amateur players playing on this field, trampling the greens, causing the rounds to be six hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the pros are going to like this. However, I think the tour is going to say, 
no more easy pins for those amateurs. Uh, we don't, we, you know, when, if, when, the, when the tour tucks a pin away at the, uh, you know, at, in a very tough spot, it creates longer and longer rounds for the amateurs because they're three putting and four putting often, and they have to sit there and line it up and mark their ball and get out of the way for the pros. So I think the tour is going to be setting up some tough pin placements this week. Unlike past years, I think we're going to see a little bit higher scoring. The cold and wet is going to also produce some higher scores. Uh, so I think that's what we can look for for the changes this week. We, you know, like I mentioned, there's going to be smoother greens. They're going to be playing faster rounds, and I think they're going to like that. It should all even out, but I think the weather is going to be the ultimate factor of just raising the scores a little bit. Uh, and just like that, Saturday, Jordan Spieth was the story. And here we are, Jordan Spieth, like that, 22 to 1 at Pebble Beach. Not the greatest field, top of the board over at points bet, plus 750 is Cantley, plus 1200 Berger, then Casey, Day, Zalatoris inside 20 to 1. Uh, I mentioned Spieth 22, and then uh, Francesco Molinaria 25 to 1. It it feels like this is better for us because it's a lot tougher when you when you have those spot those tournaments when you have to handicap three different courses. And, and which guys are can get it done at all three. One thing that did uh, jump out to me, Zach, as well, with this specific tournament, uh, we're not big into trends on this show, but I've noticed that you can find some bombs that will come through. Nick Taylor last year, he was 52nd on the odds board. In 2018, Ted Potter, he was 92nd on the odds board. So uh, taking some bombs isn't the worst idea. Yeah, this is the tournament you're going to have. Um, well, here, you know, I think it's important to mention, Joe, that um, Dustin Johnson was slated to be playing in this tournament. And yeah. so he was four to one. Um, he won in Dubai. Uh, I could go on a whole tangent about Dustin Johnson, what he's done since the restart and how he's won five times in 11 tournaments with a couple of second places, the Masters, uh, et cetera, et cetera. He came in with four to one. And what that does to the odds is that made everybody a huge long shot. Now, um, the real sharp bettors got in because there were grumblings of Dustin Johnson withdrawing this week, flying over from Dubai after a win in the cold, wet Pebble Beach and just not, not feeling up to it. And so uh, the odds were high. Now, he withdrew, as expected, sort of, and the odds dropped. You mentioned we have uh, uh, all those guys, Cantley and, and Berger and Spieth, Zalatoris sneaking up in the teens. Uh, I've never seen that before. So you got to go deep on this one. Um, if you're going to look for a winner, you're not, there's no value up at the top. Uh, it, I mean, Jason day, I see him at 18 to one. He was 50 to one before DJ withdrew. So, um, wow. yeah, you're going to have to look down. Uh, you know, you mentioned Jordan Spieth. Look, he's, he hasn't won in, in, in a million years. Uh, I sure I sure stuck with him for a while and, and gave up long ago in terms of backing him consistently. He shot a 10 under on Saturday. And uh, when Jordan Spieth shoots a 10 under, all the sports books freak out because they know the public money's about to pour in. And so they shorten his odds. Now, Jordan Spieth's terrific at Pebble Beach. He's won here before. Uh, however, at these odds, you can't take him. Um, I don't think you can take him to win. He hasn't won in, in too long. Uh, he, he def something definitely clicked for him. If you think you you found something, I know points bet has a boost on him. I know Paige Spearneck has a little boost. Three to one for a top uh, 10. You could take a stab at that. Definitely wouldn't go for the win here. Um, definitely going to look down the field. 
Um, I can start throwing out names, Joe, if you're ready for that. Uh, I didn't know if you wanted to well, touch let the me, derivatives yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah let, let me throw a name at you, and then uh, you come back at me with some names that you have highlighted for this weekend over at Pebble Beach. How about a name that we talked about last week, someone who needs a win. He needs to qualify for the Masters here, and that's Ricky Fowler at 40-1. to 1. Ricky Fowler. He's one of my favorite guys um, to back. Now, he's been playing – Extremely poorly, uh, yeah. extremely poorly. I'll go back a couple of years when I, I, I nailed him to win the, um, the waste management. He won the waste management and I was really looking forward to him coming in strong. I think he might've come in second at the masters that year. It might've been the year before he's been in a slump. Um, he got married, a uh, very famous wife of his, and he hasn't been, uh, you know, I don't see that hunger inside of him that he used to have as a young buck charging up the fairways in his orange hat. Uh, now that said, Pebble Beach is a great fit for this guy. He plays well here. Uh, you know, I totally could see Ricky Fowler snapping out of it uh, this week of all places. Absolutely. He would be a guy that I could get behind, but I wouldn't go too hard on him. He is in a slump. Um, if he misses the cut this week, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised. So 40 to one, it's a good number on Ricky Fowler. He's a guy who when playing well, you're going to see him, um, in the teens up to about 25 to one 41, no problem with Ricky Fowler with the stab this week. Okay. Which, uh, which names are top of mind for you? Maybe some bets you've made or you're going to make. Well, you know, Joe, in these, in these long, long fields, you know that I don't like to go for the, uh, for the winner. Look, it's so hard. You're going to, it's throwing a dart. Um, I can give you some long shots and I will. But what I do is I like to go down the board with them, maybe find their top 10 or 20 odds and maybe right. find them in matchups. So um, I don't have those uh, matchups up, but I'll give you some names here and we can go over some of the odds. A uh, guy who really plays well here is Scott Stallings. I'm going to find him. He's 100 to 1. Uh, really good track record at Pebble Beach. Safe bet this week. Maybe not to win it all, but definitely if you want to go down the list. Uh, uh, you could go down the list of your top tens and twenties. I think you could put Andrew Putnam playing great hundred to one. He played in Scottsdale last week, did not make one bogey on 72 holes. So I don't care who you are. I don't care what course you're playing. I don't care if it's the country club you play every single day and you know it by heart, or if it's, uh, uh, you know, the TPC at Scottsdale and you're playing, um, uh, for millions of dollars. If you don't make a bogey in 72 holes, you're playing well. I'm going to ride with him rolling into some matchups this week. Andrew Putnam, he's 100 to 1 if you want to take a stab at him. Um, now, you know, let's go to some more older, consistent guys. I like these guys to play well. We saw Steve Stricker do well last week. He's a guy that I uh, absolutely love uh, grabbing top 20s on. We've hit him in majors before in top 20s. Uh, don't know if he's in the field this week, but uh, one guy I know that is in the field and loves Pebble Beach is Phil Mickelson. So um, for the casual better out there, Phil Mickelson is a guy that he's going to get some TV coverage this week and he loves oh, yeah. playing Bevel Beach. Yeah. So uh, one five times. Some, <laughs> hey, there you go. So, you, you know, Phil Mickelson, look, he's 50, 51 years old. Doesn't mean anything. Um, he can bomb it out there just with these guys. He has a great time when he's out there. Uh, he loves the, the pro-am, but uh, I don't think he's going to mind. Uh, no, no, no amateur partners. You know what, Joe, one guy, now that we're talking about it, that I think is really going to really going to love being out there and playing a quick round is Brant Snedeker. So, uh, let's find his odds. He 
80 to one. This, this is pretty decent odds for Brand Snedeker, I think, this week. Uh, boy, I, I'll tell you, they had the BMW Championship over at uh, Cog Hill Dubstred mm, several years ago. And I was a uh, volunteer to be a walking scorer. So I kept score for a different group every day. And one, one uh, day I had Brant Snedeker where I would hold the sign and keep track of his, his shots. Mm-hmm. Boy, does he play quickly. Uh, the guy gets up to the ball and he doesn't take a practice swing. He hits it and he starts walking to the green, putter in hand. No amateurs, no fans, just burning down the fairway. I think he's gonna love it this week. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with Branson Nedeker having a good week this week. Okay, at the top there, you mentioned Stallings and Putnam. Just looking at some sites, uh, you'll find different matchups available. But uh, just want to get your reaction on Stallings, and th- th- these were not heavy, heavy juice uh, up against in a matchup for the tournament. Michael Thompson and Putnam mm-hmm. they put up against Ryan Moore. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to go against Ryan Moore. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, uh, too consistent for me. Uh, you know, I mentioned Putnam's consistency. Ryan Moore is too consistent. I fear him. Uh, he's won the U S amateur. He's, he's, uh, he's won big tournaments before. And, um, you know, he flies under the radar. I don't even know if he has a sponsor right now, but, uh, he, he just plays too consistent for me to take on the matchup. Uh, Joe, you mentioned the other matchup. Remind me who you just mentioned. It uh, was Stallings and Thompson. Yeah, Stallings and Thompson. Okay, so Michael Thompson, a uh, good player, won last year for the first time ever, I want to say. Uh, I, I He's a short hitter. His game kind of fits Pebble Beach a little bit. However, I'm going to go with Stallings on that one. I'm definitely going to go with Stallings on that one. Um, uh, I could see, uh, uh, you know, I could see Michael Thompson playing well, but I know, I know Scott Stallings is going to play well. Uh, I think Michael Thompson could, we could have a miscut, uh, it, it, a lot of players out there, anything's possible. I'm going to go with Scott Stallings on that matchup over Michael oh, Thompson. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's talk about betting strategies because yeah, it's sexy to talk about hitting an 80 to one or 60 to one needle in a haystack. I mean, good luck doing it. If you get a couple winners in a golf season, you're probably out ahead of it, depending on what mm-hmm. kind of numbers that you find, or you're probably one of those people that are picking five to seven different golfers every single week. Uh, what What is your overall strategy? And what do you tell people that are just kind of getting into to golf betting? I We talk about it. We just went over some matchups and you addressed looking for some longer shots at top 20, going that. I mean, f- for your newbies, the best way to go is jump into these matchups in top 20s, you'd say, right? Oh, oh, instead of just these outrights. Yeah, Joe, and I know we got to cut to break in a second here, but I yeah. would – I, I, you know, with the outrights, I'm going to stick to the long shots and I'm going to um, not touch the favorites, but I'm going to watch the favorites to have maybe an even par day and jump on them for the second round. Okay. When their odds jump up. So um, we'll get to top twenties and stuff uh, right after sure. the break, I'm sure. But um, absolutely. I, I, right. I think starting with the long shots is a great idea. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 
It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Zach Price on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use the promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. We are on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Radio.com. Uh, Zach, every day uh, we wrap up the show by giving our best bets at this time. Uh, if we do have a few minutes at the end, I do want to uh, go over the last couple NBA games that we did not hit. But uh, you are the guest co-host today. Uh, we went over almost the entire NBA card. Uh, what do you like the most as far as tonight? That's kind of what we do here in the Lightning Bets. Sure, the top bet of the night. Okay, you want a prop or you want a game bet? You give me whatever whatever you want. You know, you don't have to uh, recap everything because we do want people to go back and listen to oh, our sure. entire NBA breakdowns. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I'm going to take the Oklahoma City, and we're, I'm, I'm previewing because we're going to go over these games tonight. I'm looking at the screen. I'm taking Oklahoma okay. City minus uh, plus 11 and a half against the Lakers. Uh, you know, uh, sticking with the theme uh, for anyone tuning in now, we're going with underdogs tonight. Oklahoma City plus 11 and a half. L.A. Lakers, look, Oklahoma City just played L.A. They should have won the game. Uh, LeBron James heroics at the end. Uh, to brought the Lakers back to win. Anthony Davis is going to be playing. I expect him to carry the load for the Lakers. LeBron to chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma City to at least stay competitive, um, playing the same team back-to-back. It's a really hard thing to do uh, when you play two games in a row. Oklahoma City plus 11.5. Um, stay close or, hey, if they're getting blown out, you still have a chance to backdoor cover with the reserves coming in after LeBron Mady are sitting out. <laughs> Maybe coming with a couple of late threes, uh, catch a cover. Thunder missing a couple of guys, right? Uh, SGA, he's out. Maldon out. With SGA out, well, he played in the last game and he was heroic. So yeah, um, I didn't catch the news. Again, we're still early here in Chicago. Um, Check. Yeah, if SGA's out, we're going to amend the pick, Joe. Okay. Yeah, we want to. He, uh... He's been absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, and I haven't been checking the news in the last three hours as I've been with you guys. Um, I did see something here. Yeah, that there was a report. Roto World reported this. I believe this was uh, later on yesterday that he's got a left knee issue and he's not playing against the Lakers. Okay, got it. So he, I mean, he was crazy in the game. He he got fouled right at the buzzer of the last game, uh, shooting a three, made three foul shots, took it to overtime. Um, without him, I'm not going to take the twelve. We're going to take a player prop. Russell Westbrook's going to have a double-double tonight. Look, he um, he's there. we talked about that game earlier. He's playing the Raptors. Um, he doesn't care about winning the game. He cares about his statistics. That's what I'm going for. They, they haven't won any games. Uh, we're expecting high-flying scoring. The line moved from 229.5. It's now 234. Joe, I'm online. It's 234.5 now. Um, so mm-hmm. it's even moved up a half. People are expecting points. That means assists for Westbrook. That means points for Westbrook. We assume he's going to get uh, over ten. He'll probably have over twenty. Um, also, a lot of shots. So you have a you have two shots at a double double with Russell Westbrook tonight. You have his assists or you have his rebounds. He could even have a triple double if you want to uh, take this to the next level. But I'm going Russell Russell, Russell Westbrook double double. It's about minus one fifty. 
I love that you focus on those. That is something that I haven't really taken a close eye on. Is so that's something over the years that you you found that there's value in. So you know it's interesting, Joe, because um, the double doubles you're not always going minus one ten like you are a lot of these props. So yeah. the, what when I put it in my model and I put in all the props and I you know I put in what we what what I was able to today while on the show. Uh, I see a lot of double doubles pop up because their odds are not just your one to one odds. So, um, you know, this is a little bit of a favorite to get Russell Westbrook for a double double. But, um, you know, if I'm looking at the stats, I mean, just last year, he uh, had a double double uh, way more than half the time. So uh, he's, he's going, look, he's, he's, he's passing, he's rebounding. He's uh, he does it all. Um, in a market like a double double like this one, you have two. Like I said, you had two stabs at it. Uh, we did a show where we took a Ben Simmons double double. It's the same sort of deal. He does assists, he does rebounds. You're getting multiple shots at one bet. To, uh, that's the way I look at the double double with a guy like Westbrook, who's versatile. All right, very cool. Uh, Westbrook double double. So uh, that is Zach's lightning bet for today. You know, I'm going to stick with player pop because they they worked for me last night. They went three and zero, and I, I've been preaching for weeks like. Okay, I've just got to keep rolling with Harden. They put it at 11 and a half, man. I just, I can't. I can't. I'm going to be bad when he has 12, 13 assists tonight, but Durant still out. I just, I just can't go over 11 and a half. So I can tell you, Joe, that, uh, yeah. that 11 and a half, he was last year, I'm looking at the, the 92% of the games he was under 11 and a half. And that shows wow. to show you how different this year is for him. But 92% of the games last year, he was under 11 and a half. Just, just say, I mean, that was a different year, different team, but he's same player. Um, but it's just crazy what, how things have changed. And you, and you like the Pacers in that matchup. I, I, I think I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, so I'll go back to the well with some player props. And there's two, two I like in the same game, and it's in our hometown. Uh oh, this scares me a little bit, Zach. I mentioned that I like Zion Williamson over three and a half assists. You made the astute point that, uh, that the bigs are getting involved with the pass from bigs to bigs and kicking it back out. So we've seen those assists cover Zion. He hit it very early last night in their matchup. Uh, last handful of games, he's gone well over three and a half. So that one is in. And, you know, with marking it out, uh, Valentin got in some foul trouble last game, but his usage is way up. Um, I think some positive regression compared to last game uh, coming his way. And he is at 11 and a half points. For that prop, I'm going to go over 11 and a half. I mean, uh, the, the Orlando game, the first game marketing was out. He played 37 minutes. He played 28 minutes the other day against Washington, and he had five fouls, and he still hit 11 points. Uh, he's been taking between 13 and 17 shots over the last few games. So I'm going to go Denzel Valentine over 11 and a half points. Those are my two. It's all about, it's all about minutes and opportunity in this league. Um, if you get it, you, you know, you, not only are you going to, um, produce what you normally do, but you you give it that extra effort when you get that opportunity off an injury. So, you know, I, I'm never against uh, guys with an opportunity going over. 18 three-point attempts the last two games. So hopefully he can connect on a few. Denzel Valentine goes over 11 and a half points. Uh, Eli, you talked about three different matchups. Uh, just to be clear, what is your lightning bet in college hoops this evening? Yeah, Georgia Tech plus four. Ole Miss might be a play if it gets back down to one, one and a half. Also might play too. We'll see where I'm at uh, mentally for that game right before tip. I think it's around mentally. eight o'clock. 
yeah, I don't know. Like if I if it doesn't come <laughs> down and I and I really want to play it, then I might just I might just have to eat it and take the two. Or I might wait to play it live. Uh could be could be worth a thought there in terms of the live betting strategy because people don't really realize it that it's all computerized for live betting. I know you know this, Joe, and you know this, Zach, but to the to the average better, um, if there's if let's say um Ole Miss is obviously taking on Mizzou tonight, let's say Mizzou goes on a let's say a 10 0 run to start the game, they're up 10 zip. You're going to get a, let's say, Ole Miss plus four, plus five, pretty quick. So it might be worth a a live look. And then Rutgers, depending on if C.J. Frederick plays for Iowa. He'll be betting Rutgers. But Georgia Tech, the official lightning bet from Eli Hershkovich uh, right there. Zach, uh, Eli just mentioned live betting. Uh, Do you get involved a lot? I think it's a very interesting interesting place to be. Um, I think that... Live betting, you have to you have to tread carefully. Um, if, if if you're just starting with live betting, you have to be very careful because there's a lot of things that can happen during live. Uh, the action changes. We had our uh, points betting guy on earlier uh, talking about uh, how how the golf odds they go crazy and D- Brooks Kepka could chip in and uh, all the other odds change in the NBA. Well, it could be a quick turnover. It could be a, a call that gets reviewed and a three pointer suddenly gets wiped off the board. Um, so you got to be careful. Uh, a lot of sports books leave their odds up during all this mayhem. And so a lot of them, they'll, they'll suspend odds. So you could be betting a game and right when you want to bet, you can't get your bet in. I'm going to recommend to anybody who does live betting, bet during the timeouts. Yeah. Okay. So all the books are going to put up their odds during the timeouts and they're kind of going to stay the way they are. The odds might fluctuate a little bit, but you get your bet in. Otherwise, if you're betting in action, which is totally fun, and you you have to do it sometimes, you have to get you're going to get your bet rejected sometimes because action is too fast, and the bet just sometimes doesn't get in, or the odds have changed by the time your bet gets submitted. So, um, you know, like Eli says, a lot of times you can you can target a game that you like, but you don't love the opening number, and you say. If that number was three, five points less, I would be all over that. Well, you could target that game and you watch that game. And if, if that number drops and you still believe the same story is happening, your team maybe just had a little bit of a bad run to start the game or in the middle of the game, that's when you can jump on a good number. Um, I mentioned the Lakers came back the other night and beat the Thunder in overtime. I saw the Lakers down about eight. I grabbed a, a, a decent money line on them, uh, plus 170. I mean, it's LeBron James at home. And, you know, it was a close game. It totally could have lost. He pulled it out. So live betting can be a, absolutely a vital tool for any sports better to uh, get the number that they want or at least have a chance at it. That tip about um, about betting during the commercials, I, I want to hammer that one quickly before we get out of here because that is a must, especially now when the majority of people are streaming games. They are way ahead of you. They already know what happened. Like there are a lot of times the basketball, a couple plays ahead of you before you realize it. But and before, uh, if you want to watch the live odds, you'll kind of find out which team is scoring by the hmm. movement that you see. Uh, right. So the, the live feed, and that's why they make these deals with the NBA and points, but has a deal with the NHL and all that is because they right. get the live feed, they get the odds. And then we're watching it on TV later. Wait for the timeouts. Just like Joe said, wait for the timeouts. Uh, that's when you have an even playing field with everybody. You get your bet in right at the, uh, you know, the score, you know, even if LeBron's coming out of the game, did he just get injured? Um, when LeBron James entered the game, you want to get in that bet in during that right when that timeout happens. 
Yep, no doubt. Uh, that is Zach Price. Guys, follow him on Twitter. Fantastic. He uh, promotes the hell out of the show every time he's on the show, and he shares as much information. I, I always see him answering people's questions about sports betting. Follow Zach on Twitter, at Zachonomics, at Zachonomics. Don't, uh, feel free to reach out. I, that's fair to say, right? I, I We're can having say that fun, man. <laughs> All in any. Ask me anything. Let's do it. All right, good stuff. Uh, make sure you check out our preview of Pebble Beach and tonight's NBA card as well, as well as a great guest that we had on today, like Teddy Greenstein, Michael Gallagher, and Brett Coleman. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and Radio.com. Back here tomorrow with Ryan Horvat. Talk NBA, NFL, all sorts of news. Uh, make sure you keep it here on the BetQL Audio Network.